Hey there, hey, and welcome to this Thursday Bahad of <coughs> Born to be a star. I'm still dealing with this, these horrible side effects of it's called allergies because the weather keeps changing and my just nose and my allergies are just horrible. So I do apologize for starting off the podcast with golfing, but it's all real. There's nothing fake here. There's no one editing this. So this can sound like it belongs on, I don't know, CNN or any of those other shitty news stations. And honestly, after watching 2000 Mules, I don't really know how I feel about news stations, quite honestly. I'm just going to be completely honest with you. Like, can we actually trust these people? Are they worth listening to? These are questions that I legit have, and I don't know what to tell you, honestly. Like, I wish we were in a place where I could tell you that people could honestly be trusted, but they can't be. So, I'm not going to lie to you. Anyways, today is Thursday, one more day to Friday, and there is a lot going on in the world, as you know. It, um, basically... It's been quite interesting, quite fun, quite alarming witnessing, uh, you know, people do what they do. I hope that you know you're a star wherever you are. On this Thursday, you're looking at the reflection in your mirror and you're looking at the reflection of, you know, where you've been, where you're going, the next part of your journey, whatever that means. I hope you recognize your reflection and you love your reflection. I hope you know that you can stand by the saying of yes, I can and never give up. I hope you know that there is simply nothing that you can't do and you can't set your mind to do. Granted, sometimes it might take you longer to do something or it might not happen right away, but that doesn't mean you can't do it. Whatever you're suffering, whatever you're dealing with, you're not alone. You're dealing it with somebody. I want to inspire you. I want to encourage you and I want to invite you to chase your dreams. Regardless of the outcome of it, if you don't chase them, you'll never know what could have been. And you'll always have the thought in the back of your mind, what if? Do not live your life with what if. Go chase it. Are there a lot of things that I wish I had done differently? Sure. Am I mad I did them the way I did? No, because right now I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. I do truly believe that everything happens for a reason. And I'm always going to believe that. Moving into the next part of our conversation, outside of the fact that you are a star wherever you are, which is the truth, okay, it truly is, we've got a lot to listen to. I started this off talking about Dinesh D'Souza with 2,000 Mules, which leads me to the next part of our conversation, which is, no media allowed, no media allowed, no media allowed, because they lie to us, they lie to us anyway. So the media, it does lie to us. And I don't want to have to add Fox into the mix of Clinton News Network, MSNBC, ABC, CBS, and all these other shitty news enterprises that don't say anything. But, um... 2000 Mules is something you need to watch. It's a documentary that you need to see. You need to watch What is a Woman by Matt Walsh. And you definitely need to watch the new documentary done by Candace Owens. And I know you might be thinking, why are you talking about Candace Owens? Why should I not talk about Candace Owens? Why shouldn't I like someone that's not allowing the black community to be victims? We have to change the narrative of stories here. Black people are not victims. You're a victim of a Democrat. That's what you're a victim of because they keep lying to you about things that are not true. Do you know who created slavery in the United States of America? They did. Okay. They created it here. Let's not lie about that. Seriously, look at history. And please tell me you don't honestly think that Ku Klux Klan wasn't connected to the Democrats. They wanted to take away the power of people. So they created that to take the power away from them. They have been doing this for years, for decades, lying about who they are. They burnt down a black city because they wanted to do Republican things. They have nothing but negative things to say about any minority that's Republican. Why? Because they want you to vote for them. They will allow millions of illegal aliens into the United States of America, including the one that hit Paul Pelosi in the head with a hammer because they want them to vote for them. That's the Democratic Party. 
They deserve everything they're getting, and there is no sympathy for them. They are bad people with bad intentions, and they just want to take your money, and they want to make themselves the victim as you don't have anything. Let's get into some other things. We're in a shitty housing market. The housing market is over. It's broken, okay? It's, somebody took a knife and carved, carved it in half. It's broken. The housing market is broken. The actual stock market is broken. We need to sever ties with China. Why do we have so many things in the United States of America that say made in China or made in Taiwan? That's a problem, man. Apple needs to move their home base out of China. We need to stop dealing with these people. These people are not good for business. And I don't want to hear on CNBC that when the Chinese markets come back that I help stuff. How's that going to help stuff here? We need to separate from these people. Honestly, the only reason why they want to continue to have us be a part of the insanity going on is likely because they want the United States to be like China. They want power. That's why they indoctrinated us into thinking that we needed vaccinations and we still need to wear masks. My own mom is still wearing a mask. She has been completely indoctrinated. And I love you, mom, but take the damn mask off, man. Like, you're outside. Why are you still saying you can't eat in restaurants? Do you understand the type of things that you're saying? Like, for the love of God, for the love of God, they've indoctrinated not just her, millions of other people, too. I got to get the shot. I got to make sure I get the shot. If I don't get the shot, what am I going to do? Oh, my God. Except you've gotten all the shots and you still got COVID. I mean, okay, it's just one thing after another. We seriously have to do a better job of vetting these lunatics because they were able to tell us we couldn't go outside. They were able to take doctrine over our bodies and they were able to tell us what we could and couldn't do. This is the United States of America. We, we have rights and we have freedoms here. Freedom of speech, freedom to disagree, and you can't tell me what you don't want me to say. I'm sorry. Fuck you is what I have to say. Dear Democratic Party, you keep taking my tax money, my husband's tax money, our parents' tax money, and you keep putting it into things that do not make any sense. And you do it over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. And you keep making yourselves richer and the communities poorer. There's no explanation for how you mess up people's 401ks or retirement funds. There's no explanation of why the treasury is just a corrupted nightmare. Janet yelling is a fucking moron. And I know we want to act like, you know, the dude in charge of the Fed, Jerome Powell, is going to do something magical. But he's been raising interest rates for a month and it hasn't done anything. They gave away too much money that they don't have. And because of that, they're going to be fixing this and we're going in. It's going to be worse than a recession. I don't know what it's going to be. This is going to last for more than a year. And why do people keep saying we're going in a recession? We're in one now. Like, wake up, man. There's a housing crash. The market is crashed. The Democrats are psychotic. They'll use anything on news. And the news doesn't tell the truth. It doesn't matter what the station is. They only tell the truth if they can depict it for themselves. Tucker Carlson, regardless of how you feel about him, at least he says the truth. At least he just says the truth. Some of the people he has on are questionable, but at least he's sticking with the truth. What are we doing here to hold these people accountable? Because... Now, we just had voting on Tuesday, and it's Thursday. They're likely going to be complaining about this, talking about all these things, all the places that they lost, why they lost, all these feelings and emotions and opinions and all this crap. They're going to be talking about this forever. Do you know how many vacations that politics, that these politicians get a year? They're in office less than they're out of office. They don't actually do anything. Turtleneck Mitch McConnell, how the hell is he still in power? How do we have Joe Manchin in power? How is he serving that state? I mean, how? These people are not conservative. These people aren't middle of the road. These people aren't 
I'm not Democratic. I'm not Republican. I'm um, unaffiliated. No, they're not. There's one side or another. Let's stop acting like they're people that they aren't. It's about to get really bad in the United States of America. There's not enough room for other people to keep coming here. And I'm not sure what this is going to look like. I'm really not. But I got to tell you. We have to be careful. And we can't let any of them get away with lying. The Democratic Party is the party of death. I'm just going to say it. They think it's okay to kill a baby at nine months. To take the heartbeat away from it and kill it. Just like you would kill a convicted felon that did killed like 20 people and murdered them in a jail and put them to sleep. They think that you should be able to do the same thing with a child. Have you watched the video where they show the fetus being sucked out of a woman? It's a machine. And they have a nurse talking to her like, it's okay. It's going to be over soon. You're doing a great job. That's on a video. On YouTube. Yeah. It's great that you're advertising that. But that's disgusting. And that's representation of the Democratic Party. They want to promote Black Lives Matter. They want to promote illegal aliens coming into the United States. Not following directions the way they're supposed to. They want to promote lazy, unqualified, unskilled sitting doing nothing all day ideal people and they don't want people to be responsible they want irresponsibility instead they don't want anybody to be held accountable and they don't want responsibility because responsibility would mean that people are actually paying attention to who they're having sex with and not just randomly getting pregnant and doing things like this you should be having kids when you have your life together what's wrong with that message Why can't it be that? And I'm not saying people can't have children, but why is the idea that you should have kids when you're young, blah, 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 blah. When you don't have your shit together and you can't figure out what you're doing, that's when you should be having kids. That's not fair to the kids. That's why typically people that have money, like wealthy people, have children when they're older in their 30s and 40s. That's typically how that goes. They don't have children when they're like 20 years old because that doesn't work out. Honestly, if things don't change in this country, we're going to lose this country. As our children get older, they're going to hear a fairy tale of what was the United States and how now we live in an autocratic place and Biden is Hitler because he won't go away. The idea of democracy is that I get to decide who I want to choose to win, regardless if that's Republican, Green Party, Democratic, whatever. I get to make that voting decision and you have to deal with it. Not you get to decide whatever you want. That's how it should be. Instead, you got Biden on television last week telling us we need to vote Democratic. See, that's not democracy. That's authoritarian. You don't want freedom here. You want to control us because the elite like power. Thanks for tuning in to this Thursday edition of No Media Allowed, No Media Allowed, No Media Allowed. They lie to us, they lie to us anyway. You need to watch 2000 Mules, man. I'm going to rewatch it again because it irritates me. And I want to watch what a woman is again, too. Just because I'm just so damn tired of people acting like it's okay for a man to decide he wants to be a woman and put fake boobs on walking around thinking he's a woman. No, you're not. You're not dealing with everything that goes into being a woman. Please stop. Stop acting like you're someone that you aren't. And it's not fair to women that men get to pretend to be us. Do you know how much we have to endure childbirth, the other things that come with being a woman, like... Everything that comes with being a woman, we have to deal with. And now you get to be a man, and now you get to decide you don't want to be a man. 
I don't get to have that luxury of deciding I want to be another sex. God made me a woman and that's what I am. And the idea that you're going to tell your children they could change their sexuality. There you go. Not being a parent. There you go. There you go. I'm, I just don't get it. Sometimes you're going to have to do difficult things. Being a parent is seriously having a conversation with your kids. Do your kids actually think that they're a boy if they're a girl or did they see some shit on YouTube? Like, are you actually talking to your children? Like, having children is a big responsibility. You really do need to talk to them. I could talk about this for hours, basically, but I'm not because no media allowed is off. But listen to what I just said. Okay. If you're not having these conversations with your family members, your kids, if you're not investigating what they're dealing with at their schools, if you're not talking to them, if you're not fully involved with your children's lives, you're going to lose your children. They're going to get corrupted in the things that you haven't seen. They're going to learn about things too fast and they're not going to be kids anymore and you're not going to be able to get them back. Wake up, America. Wake up everybody in the rest of the world. Do not let the media, do not let the society, don't let social media control your children in a narrative. Do not give them iPhone 10s when they're fucking five. Come on, man. Be more braver than this. They're coming after the children to, to take away fertility and having babies. Does this not sound like China? And do you understand that China is the creative TikTok? What do you think they're doing with all that data that everybody's going on TikTok to look at? I wonder. I wonder. It all couldn't be more obvious. They are using you to control everything. And you're just a part of their game. Delete TikTok off your phone, man. That's just it. Moving on to the next part of our conversation, which kind of ties into the last part of our conversation. Hip hop isn't black hop. Here's what I mean by that. Forever in the black community, there's been something called hip hop, right? Tupac, Biggie, Run DMC before them, uh, Jay-Z, Eminem. Whatever the other guy's name is, whose name I can't remember. And a bunch of other people that I just don't care enough to talk about. Nicki Minaj, Lil Wayne, uh, okay, him. And a a bunch of other people that aren't really that good. Big Pun, uh, Fat Joe, a lot of people. I want you to pause and think about what they're making hip-hop and rap about. Typically, it's killing people in their own neighborhoods. Because they had a beef with them or it's talking about a woman in a very disrespectful tone, either calling them a hoe, jump off, put this in your mouth, whatever, uh, her fatty. I want to do this with her, like a lot of sexual connotations, just a bunch of disrespectful things that is really not a way to approach a girl or a woman into doing anything with you. It's very prerogative and disrespectful. And while there's a bunch of music that I like that is prerogative and sexual or whatever, the idea of hip hop is it has convinced many people to do many stupid things. And that's not a representation of black culture. It's a representation of death culture. Because rapping about drugs and guns and weapons and what you're going to do to this person and what you're going to do to that person and fame that might be real but it's not going to last forever how far is that going to get you what's wrong with the idea of working hard like they can't make hip-hop music like that and i want to tie this conversation into a conversation that i've been hearing for the last week or two about jewish people which is two percent of the united states of america which in the end turns out to be about 6 million people of 330 million people in the United States. That means there's 324 million people that are listening to the (coughs) opposing side that has less citizens in this country. So... 
I gotta tell you. Please stop acting as if you're the many and you're the few. And stop acting like you're not doing what we're talking about. You do have a hold over Hollywood. You do have a hold over hip-hop. You are telling rappers not to rap about good things. You're telling them to rap about bad things. And you know how I know this? Because I did an investigation and I looked into it. I looked back 10 years in the history and you could do it yourself. Go on Google and Google it. And you know why I'm not going to put a link in this podcast? Because guess what? I'm not a news anchor, right? I can do my own investigative reporting. And I'm telling you right here, right now, for me listening to other podcasts, if you want to tune into Jason Whitlock, if you want to also listen to um, Ben Shapiro, and you want to listen to my uh, somebody that I really do enjoy listening to. Uh, what is his name? Let me give you his name. Dan Bongino, Jason Whitlock, Ben Shapiro, Candace Owens, Matt Walsh, and some other right podcasts. You know, even maybe Tucker Carlson. If you listen to them, right, uh, Dinesh D'Souza, or just go on Google and type in Google what I just said, you'll find out who's in charge of the music industry. It's Jewish people, predominantly Jewish people, and they're in charge of Hollywood, too. So they get to make say of what music is good and what music is bad, and they're telling people what they can and cannot do. They're the ones that are instilling something in a culture for death. And they don't want to be held responsible because they're not telling their son and sons and daughters to sing this music or, or rap this music. Are they calling their sons and daughter whores and prostitutes and hoes and telling them to do sexual movements with their mouths? I'm not going to say what it is because it's just not okay. Are they are they pushing people in their homes to talk about having sex in different ways? That's what's wrong with the black culture. It's talking about shooting up and it's talking about doing drugs and having sex and doing things that are insane. And no one's held accountable for that. Like I said at the beginning of this, hip hop isn't black hop because originally black music was jazz and soul. Originally, black music was Louis Armstrong, Billie Holiday was jazz. How did we go from jazz to hip-hop and rap about killing, sex, death, and overdosing? Mac Miller died from an overdose, and he wasn't black, but he was singing hip-hop. That's an example of what I'm talking about. There's been many others that have died as well. I can't remember half of their names because there's so many of them. But every other week, there's another one of them dying at a waffle shop with their baby mama. They're flashing all their money. They're promoting all these things. It's not real. You can't have your pie and your cake, too. Like, if you're going to sing about this stuff, be ready to die. And I'm sorry, but I'm not ready to die. As I've said before, I listen to two type of music that start with C. Country and Catholic. And um, Christian. That's what I'm sticking to. Those are my two go-to musics. Right now, I'm currently listening to Christmas. The, um, what is his name? Right now on Pandora, I'm currently listening to the Harry Connick Jr. Christmas station. But outside of that, I'm not listening to hip-hop and rap. I'm done with it. I don't want to go back and listen to things. I don't want my children to grow up with that. I don't want my nephew. I don't want my niece. I don't want my family members to hear it. I'm not going to be a part of that. I'm not going to disrespect myself and my mother and any other mothers or my friends or any of that. I'm good. You lost another one. I don't like watching black people die, but especially for no reason. And it's not okay. This has been happening for a long time and nobody wants to be held responsible. But I'm going to hold you responsible. I'm calling you out. You created hip-hop for one reason. 
greed. And you don't care about the people that are dying who are speaking these stupid words into these stupid microphones that, that don't care about their own lives or their children or their baby mama or their wives or fiancés or whatever. Whether you're a woman rapping, you're a guy rapping, you're a little boy or a little girl. What are we telling children? You're only cool if you're dead? Like, did Tupac and Biggie really have to do that? Like, was that really necessary? I don't know. We have to do a better job. We do. I'm going to say it one more time. Hip-hop isn't black hop. And more people of color need to reject this idea that we want to live in a hood. Or we want to be compared to people that live in a hood. I grew up in a suburb, okay? I didn't grow up in a hood. I grew up where there were houses. I grew up and I went to the same school. I lived in the same town. And then I went to college. That's how I grew up. I didn't grow up in a hood. I don't know Aunt Mommy Jamma. I don't know five people that grew up in this hood that know that hood. I'm not pretending that I'm somebody that I'm not. And honestly, I don't want to be a part of any of that culture. Because that culture is death. We need to disengage with this idea that black people have to be ghetto, stupid, and desperate. Black people do not have to be any of that. Disconnect yourself from that narrative. You don't have to listen to rap music or hip hop. You can disconnect. It's possible. I'm just tired of the idea that everybody's the same. Because are they? Are they losing their people? It's so sad that there could be more African black Americans in the United States than there actually are. And no one's responsible for all the problems that exist in the black community. But we have to be responsible for those problems and we have to call out the problem of the problems. These people that are listening to the music, their communities aren't dealing with it. These people that are telling you to do this or that, their communities aren't dealing with the death. Your mom is going to be the one at your funeral crying and devastated that you're a dead body in a box. And your children aren't going to have a father or a mother because you want to rap about something. Hip-hop is not the answer. WAP is not the answer. All the sexual music is not the answer. You're asking for children to have sex at a younger age and they should probably be having sex because they don't understand it. And you're asking for a lot of problems. That's what's wrong. Hip-hop is a problem. And so is rap. You can listen to it, but you have to understand what you're listening to. Do a better job, America and world. Do you want to be listening to music that's killing off a group of people? Because if you're listening to that, that's what you're promoting. I'm just going to say it. Moving into the next part of our conversation. One view can't be for everyone. I keep saying that. Why is the idea... I feel like this and I'm right. That can't just be the answer. It can't just be that you know everything because not one person possibly knows everything. There's things that even Albert Einstein didn't know. Like, come on. Honestly, honestly, there can't, there just can't be one view. 
And I don't like Democrats. That doesn't mean that I don't want to talk to people that do. That doesn't mean I don't want to have conversations with people that aren't as serious about not liking liberalism and autocracy as I am. I like being free, right? I like being able to go to the store, pick up and do whatever I want when I want to. The idea that I, I'm in a in a situation where I'm not free isn't good. And I don't want to be a part of that. But I still don't think I'm right about everything. And there's a lot of things that I'm not right about. And I can honestly admit that. I don't have anything to hide. I don't know everything. I'm constantly learning. I think the greatest thing I learned about getting my master's in teaching is that as a teacher, you're always learning something. A child is going to always teach you something that you never thought about. A parent's going to ask you a question. Like even regardless of what, you know, regardless of what the field is, you're always going to be learning something. You're never not learning. And if you're never not learning, then you can't possibly know everything and your view cannot ever be the only view. It can't be. If you're going to be envious and you're going to be jealous and you're going to be miserable and you're going to be negative, then you're never going to get anywhere. Because negativity gives you neg gives you negativity. That's just that. Next part of our conversation. If we don't have negative if we don't have difficult conversations, how can we change anything? That leads back into what I was just saying. Do you think I like having conversations with people that oppose my view as Republican? No, but I understand they don't understand what I'm talking about. I had a very weird journey to Republican, becoming a Republican. I originally started off not really caring about politics, but I just assumed I should vote Democratic only because of where I grew up and what I was around. I wasn't really doing a lot of um, investigating like policies or what people believed in or what they were saying. I just assumed I should vote Democratic. It wasn't until I got into college where I started questioning these things only because as a student, you're you're doing all these things. You're doing all these projects. You're looking up history. You're doing all these things. And that's when I really started questioning things like, is really Democrat a party I want to align with? Because, like, they're not really focusing on things that I feel is important. Like, universal basic income and medical for all isn't going to work in the United States for a reason. And it doesn't work in other countries because it's not going to end up being universal basic income and medical for all. There's going to be problems with that. And then it's going to be given out on a when you can get it basis. But that's not how death works. And that's not how cancer works. That's not how any of that works. So I started to question it. And I live in a democratic state. I live on the East Coast. Most states on the East Coast are Democratic. That's unfortunate. Um, I grew up here. I've lived here my entire life. I I love it. It's home. It's the only home I know. I want my children to grow up here. I want them to know what I know. But it's scary, too, because the only reason I started questioning these things was because I was growing up in it. And it's like, but why do I want to vote for you? Like the whole Obama thing. Like, why? Why did I? Like, what did he actually do to make my life easier or yours? Honestly, I'm looking at it and I can't decide what. He made bad decisions with immigration and the bad decisions that he started with immigration have just gotten worse over the years. So that led me to become independent, which then led me to become whatever the option is after unaffiliated I was unaffiliated for a while 
meaning I had different opinions about politics, but I knew I didn't like Democrats. I wasn't sure how I felt about Trump, but, you know, I kind of liked the idea of Trump only because he wasn't a politician. So he came into politics in a different way. He was talking about something, make America great again, which was something different than the narrative that always exists with Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer and these people that are like thinking it's 1970 and it's like 2016 or whatever it was. I voted for Trump. I was tired of all the crap because I do live in a democratic state and he won. And I was so excited when he won. Finally, the people got to have a president in power that we wanted to see in power. Except the four years he was in president, he was in office. Every news station condemned him, asked him questions you're not supposed to ask the president of the United States, and treated him like he wasn't the president of the United States. They ran investigations on him. Hillary Clinton made up the fact that he was doing business with Russia. She made it up, and the FBI backed her. And I'm not lying about that. You can look it up and find it. They admitted it multiple times. They had nothing on him. Letitia James has nothing on him now. They're just making it seem like they have something because they have to keep him in the limelight or they don't have anything. That's the problem here. Honestly. I witnessed America go insane because of the way Donald Trump tweeted. And I got to tell you, the way he handled immigration or other countries and the way he dealt with Ukraine and Russia... If Donald Trump had been elected into office in 2020, uh, Ukraine probably wouldn't be dealing with Vladimir Putin right now. But Biden's that problem. And I'm I'm giving you a, a reason why I became Republican. So after 2020 came, I enjoyed the fact that Trump was president for four years and then the meltdown from the Democratic Party started. I just went to vote in 2020 and it was like is Trump going to win and I knew he wasn't going to win because they were all so against him with COVID they would have elected in a donkey just so they didn't have to deal with him but it turned out more people ended up dying from COVID after Trump left and Biden took over than when Trump was there Dr. Fauci lied with Trump they all the doctors were crappy with him. They purposely acted like that with him. And it's an embarrassment to live in this country and witness the fall of the country this way. We're basically allowing China to do whatever the hell they want. And it's embarrassing. Anyways. How do we deal with this? I don't know. How do you deal with it? I don't know. After the 2020 election, I'm still unaffiliated. January 6th happens. Some people don't agree with the fact that Joe Biden is going to be elected and out of the president. And so they go and they... do some craziness at the capital of the United States of America. Then comes the reactions from it. But they were still able, three hours later, to vote Trump in. I mean, not Trump, Biden in. He was still able to be put where he was going to be put regardless. They were all there to do the vote. A couple of them tried to get out of it. Tim and some other people. Republicans. It didn't work. Biden won. The reaction from the left after January 6th was as if 9-11 never happened. And I remember 9-11. I remember being sad. I remember crying and being devastated about it because I just couldn't believe that other people from other countries came over here so easily to kill Americans. Around the world, 
a lot of countries don't like the idea of Americans being free. They don't like that. They like autocracy. They like power. The elite want more power. That's the problem with the United States of America. We cannot be friends with Ukraine. What are we getting out of it? Why are, do we keep funding them money? Now the the president of that country is claiming he needs $17 billion more? No. That's why we have to get the Democrats out of our... After January 6th, I got to July and George Floyd and it started it started to occur to me all this money that's going to them with George Floyd where's it going and it was August of that year where I just felt like what's happening finally 2021 comes and that's when I switch over I just had way too much of the crap of the shitty stock market we can't find a house i am not getting paid the correct amount at my job and i'm being undervalued misused and all this shit's happening and it's just really annoying basically that's how i became a republican that's how how can we change anything if we don't have difficult conversations. Me giving you the storyline of how I got to become a Republican is not a difficult conversation. I talked about a bunch of different things and how I got there. I don't like the idea of unfairness. Because I've worked very hard for everything that I have in my life. Very hard. Nobody gave me anything. There's no handouts for me. Star doesn't get handouts. I don't get special treatments. I'm not a princess. I'm not Kim Kardashian. There's no man I can have sex with to make me famous. Like, no one's giving me that option. I'm just a regular girl working a job, married to an amazing man, my best friend, I've got an amazing family and I'm just trying to survive, right? I'm doing something that I love, podcasting, and I'm having amazing, I'm living an amazing life. I'm grateful. I'm humbled. I, I love my life. There's things that I love about it and there's things that, of course, I'm not in love with, but I'm always living and I'm learning and that's just it. It's okay to have difficult conversations, especially about politics especially about money, especially about your 401k. Am I going to get to retire? Is there going to be social security when I get old? Cause my pant, cause I don't think so. How am I going to retire? Am I going to have to work till I'm like 70? I don't want to do that. When are we going to get a house? These are difficult conversations. I'm having them because I don't like lying to myself. It doesn't make my life easier. So I'm not going to do it. I don't recommend you do it either. Next part of the conversation don't be sad for nothing. Some people want to make you feel like you're a victim or they want to make you feel like you can't do something or they want to try to use envy and jealousy to make you sad. Look at what you have. You don't have to compare yourself to other people to feel better. In fact, don't do that. Don't do that. I dare you to find happiness and surround yourself in the sun. I dare you to be the difference. I was in church last week and Father Ford uh, was reading about people that were getting tortured because they believed in Jesus Christ. And as you know, I'm a Christian. I'm um, in RCIA and I'm becoming Roman Catholic. And um, I just thought that the idea that you stand for something so real that you're willing to sacrifice yourself for that means everything. What do you have that you're willing to sacrifice yourself for? I mean, it's my family. There's nothing I wouldn't do for them. There's no place I wouldn't travel. There's nothing I wouldn't say. There's nobody I wouldn't fight to get them out of something. Do you have that too? That's the question. Don't be sad. Find a way to be happy and relish in your happiness. That's it.
Moving on to the next part of our conversation. Watching things. Time for Christmas music. Yo, I already started playing the Christmas music and I already put the Christmas tree up. Don't judge me. Holiday vibes. Christmas time and Christmas here. Grab a drop of cocoa chair. It's Christmas. It's Christmas. Yes, it's Christmas. Watching football on Amazon is kind of cool. And if you haven't tried it, you should try it. It's kind of fun just pressing the button, looking at it. I feel like it looks different on Amazon than it does on regular TV. But I can't stand commercials, so I, I go with Amazon. I'm just saying. Ready for a day of Star Wars? I need to take like a weekend and a half off and just have a Star Wars weekend and just watch all of them. I think that would be lots of fun, actually. Where are all the Marvel Wonders? I don't know. Like, the universe has opened up, and they should be doing more of it. After I saw the Doctor Strange Marvel, whatever it was called, it was okay. But, like, I wanted more, and I just, I feel like they could do so much more with that. I don't know what's going on with Disney+, Plus, but get your life together, for the love of God, please. As someone that loves comic books and real stories, give me something that I can't find anywhere else. I'm just saying. Wakanda Forever. Has anybody seen that yet? I don't know if I'm going to like that. And I don't want to be a person that's just like, eh. I like the idea of Black Panther. Unfortunately, the actor from Black Panther passed away. So they weren't able to do a Black Panther 2 with the movie having him in it for a longer amount of time. But the original movie was just phenomenal. I don't know what this next movie is going to be like. I have not watched a lot of previews. The Rihanna cover song sounds pretty good. Um, I never thought I was going to see her doing an album, but I guess she's back okay. Uh, She sounds really great. Um, Congratulations to being a new mom, Rihanna. Whoop, whoop. Um, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't know if it's going to meet what my expectation is for a number two. And I don't want to go into it assuming it's going to be something that it isn't because I'm going to be let down. And I I have like big expectations for things like Black Panther and then Black Panther 2. Next part of the conversation, Black Adam. Someone said at the hair salon, someone's husband said that it was really good. So I might try that at the movie theaters, but I might end up watching that at home. We'll see what happens. Moving into food. Thanksgiving thankfulness. I think Thanksgiving time is an opportunity and a time for us to be grateful for our family members and for us to be grateful for everything that we have. There's a war going on between Ukraine and Russia. China is likely going to take Taiwan and we're going to be in a war for a long time. Things are going to get worse in the United States as far as the economy goes and we have to hold on to things that money can't buy love and family and honor and happiness don't let what's about to happen ruin that it doesn't matter where i where i end up in a box in the back seat of a car wherever i end up in our apartment whatever happens i'm so grateful that i have my family i'm so grateful that i have my amazing husband our yorkie terrier that we're starting to build out our lives and our dynasty together. We're preparing to have kids. We're buying our first home. We're, we're doing things we're supposed to be doing. And I'm so grateful that he has a career and I have my own career and that we're doing this together as a team. I'm grateful for our parents, for my mom, for my dad, for my brothers. I'm grateful for all of them. I have four of them and I love them very much. Brian, Todd, John, and Don three. And they are alive. And I love them. And Brian. So I guess it's five. No, I said Brian first. So four. Damn, I can't even remember. Brian, Todd, John, and Don three. Four. I love my nephews. I love my nieces. I love all my family. I love my husband's family as well. They aren't just my my mom-in-law, my dad-in-law. I call them mom and dad. I don't do the in-law part. His sister is my sister. His brother is my brother. And that's how that goes. We're family. 
And I'm grateful for every last one of them. I'm happy. I'm excited for everybody's journey that we're kind of growing up together and we're kind of seeing what one person's doing versus another, sharing pictures, who's doing what, what pet's doing what. I'm so happy that we get to do that together. So being thankful, eating good food, experiencing good times, that's what Thanksgiving is all about. Next part of the conversation, who likes buffalo chicken? I do! On pizza, on grinders, and dip all the time. Buffalo chicken is always good. If you haven't tried it, you need to. Skip says he really doesn't like buffalo chicken like that, but I feel like... Come on, man. I feel like... How don't you like buffalo sauce? Like, he doesn't like buffalo wings. But what about, like, Cole's buffalo chicken? Do you think you like that more than, like, wings? I don't know. I think Skip's just sick of it because maybe I've made him overeat it. So we'll see what happens. The Shack Slice at Papa John's is delicious. If you haven't tried the new Papa John's Shack pizza, you need to go get it right now. Stop what you're doing. Go on Papa John's on the app or on Safari because I'm talking to all those that have iPhones because if you don't have an iPhone, I don't understand why. But if you have a Samsung or another one of these devices out here whatever you're on you can go to app store you can go to google play go get papa john's or go to like the internet and type in papajohns.com and try to slack shack slice it's really good i recommend getting a dipping sauce you could dip the slice in something i did the habanero sauce which is kind of tasty haven't had papa john's in a while and it definitely hit the spot the other night um apple cider I haven't had any in a while, but I definitely want some. You can be healthy. Yes, you can. It's easy to be healthy. You're going to have to cut out certain things, and that's okay. And you shouldn't have a difficult time doing that. You should try to do your best and forget the rest. I'm just going to say that. That is the end of this Thursday pod. We got to 51 minutes. No, I, I'm sorry. 52 minutes. Whoa, had a lot to talk about today. Thanks for tuning in to this long extended pod of Born to be a Star. And I'll see you tomorrow, same place, same time, where you always come back to listen to Born to be a Star. Thanks for tuning in, and please don't forget you're a star wherever you are. Regardless of what you're dealing with, your star power gives you the ability to be the light in the darkness. And I want you to see yourself as light. You are everything all at once. And without you, nothing can be seen because stars are an illumination of light. And together, we're all illuminations of light. And we light up this world and we light up this galaxy together. And that's how the other lives and the other worlds see us in this galaxy. Because we are the light. And you'll always be the light. Thank you for tuning in and I'll see you tomorrow on Friday.